This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. There wasn't a better guy in the country, in my opinion, uh, for what we were looking for than him. Uh, he, he looks different than anybody I've ever coached and uh, has tape to match, so uh, I'm really excited to get him. Uh, he's got a little work to do yet before he gets to campus, but uh, I think he has a chance to, to change our offense. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus. The segment of the Husker Online Show is brought to you by our friends at Coogler Vision. Nate Klaus, tell them about your experience with Coogler Vision. Uh, unbelievable experience with Coogler Vision. Actually, just had my three month checkup uh, on Monday before signing day. Um, you know, my, my vision is better than 2020. Um, you know, with the new year coming around, it, it, it's time to get new vision. Uh, if you're, you know, stop renting your, your vision with contacts or glasses, go ahead and see what, what uh, LASIK procedure can do for you. It, it will change your life. Uh, get in there to Coogler Vision uh, and, and tell you Nate sent you. All right, Nate, you heard Scott Frost there talk about Omar Manning and kind of what he means. And kind of, to me, it reminded me a little bit of the Dedrick Mills plan. He's a guy that, you know, has some work to do, as Coach Frost said, meaning he's going to have a lot of coursework and Nebraska's people are going to have to probably keep on him and their people to make sure everything gets squared away. But the last thing they wanted to do was let him become an unsigned guy in January when everybody that still has spots to fill sees that and and he would become one of the most coveted guys over the second part of the cycle yeah i mean omar manning would have been he would have become like the biggest free agent juco player maybe the biggest free agent receiver or, or receiver in, in the country and so yeah that's the last thing nebraska wanted to do after recruiting him for basically an entire year and then finally securing his his verbal commitment the last thing he wanted to do was to to not sign him and, and let him kind of linger on out there uh, for another what six weeks or whatever it is to to the February signing date. So, uh, yeah, he's got some work to do, some academic coursework. Um, we've all heard Diedrich Mills talk about you know what man uh, Ryan Held wore me out. He texted me ten times a day, making sure that I was staying on task and, and getting stuff done. But it worked, and and he made and and I made it, and and so on and so forth. Well. I guarantee you Omar Manning is going to be getting uh, multiple text messages or, or phone calls from <laughs> Ryan Held uh, every day from now until the time he, he steps foot on campus. But it's worth it when you're talking about a, a player, um, you know, as talented as Omar Manning is and, and as bad as Nebraska needs a guy like that in, in their offense. Nate, as you look at what's next, um, Nebraska, they have one spot obviously going um, to Xavier Betts, um, you know, that that's spoken for. There's going to be two more scholarship spots left. Put your recruiting hat on here. How do you think Nebraska kind of plays it out with these final two spots um, going forward? Yeah, well, I think they definitely want to explore the transfer portal, um, you know, and, and maybe even – save at least one spot for that and and wait until after spring football to see you know where their biggest need may be uh, because I, the transfer market's really not going to get going crazy until after spring football anyway and so uh, I think that's something that we're likely to see happen and uh, as far as like high school or juco recruiting goes uh, for for one of those last spots I think defensive end is is the position that I'm kind of looking to see a little movement at uh, and, and probably a high school f football player there. Uh, you got Nusi Milani, uh, a high school defensive end out of California. Uh, but I think the, the main target could possibly be uh, Tanoa Tagawai, 
uh, out of Idaho who just visited Nebraska the weekend before signing uh, signing day. And, um, you know, I think that he's the guy that Tony Toyote really, really likes. He's got a good relationship. He's huge. He is huge, yeah. He's, he's 6'5", 6'6", 270. Um, I mean, and, and it's kind of – He's just a baby yet, too. I mean, you look at him, and and uh, he, he still ha- kind of has a baby face. And um, you know, his cousin was actually you know a, one a top ranked recruit just a couple years ago. I was signed with uh, Ohio State, uh, very similar build, size, and everything. So uh, that's one player that I think is is worth paying attention to as, as we you know kind of turn turn the focus to February. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, and you know, Nate, you look at. February and, and, and what that's going to be or January. Um, I'll be really curious to see how they move forward to the 21 class. And to me, what's really different when you start to look at kind of the 500 mile radius for 21, there's a lot right there that they could get locked up. You know, if they play their cards right by spring game ish time, May, they could have a lot of these 500 mile radius guys, if the you know from the area as commits. Well, yeah. And earlier in the show, we talked about those core group of commits uh, that that kind of were the glue to this this class. Uh, well, those are the guys that this staff was seeing in January last year. You know, every week they could, they were going to stop by Logan Smothers. They were going to stop by Nash Hutmacher and Turner Corcoran and Blaze Gunnerson. I mean, they were investing in those guys in last January. Um, and this year, you're right. I mean, the 500-mile the radius is is unbelievably loaded. I mean, there's there's guys in the state, obviously, uh, that, that have offers that are they're highly ranked prospects like a Teddy Prohaska and Avante Dickerson and uh, you've got Keegan Johnson now uh, at, at Bell West, but uh, Thomas Fedoni, AJ Rollins, yeah, Rollins, uh, AJ, uh, uh, TJ Bowlers, uh, AJ Rollins out of Creighton Prep. You got TJ Bowlers. Um, you said Dickerson. In, in, yep, Dickerson at Westside. Um, Bowlers in Iowa. Uh, you A got linebacker s- in Sioux Falls. Yep. I mean, there's, there's. I, I think there's there's 15 to 18 um, you know 500 mile radius or border state offers that Nebraska's made already for the 2021 class and um, you know and I, I right now as things stand I, I think you can make a case that Nebraska's got a good shot to to even land you know half of those guys and if they did I mean that would be a major haul because these aren't just kind of like middle of the road recruits so most of these guys are are you know upper echelon power five guys yeah, power, well yeah they're definitely have they're all power five guys but most of these guys have uh offers from from multiple power five conferences so i mean they're they're big time recruits a lot of talent in the 500 mile radius yeah i'd ask you what will the number be but we have no idea yeah. i mean like so don't be that guy on next week's tuesday rss chat chat that because we are we're all everyone by tuesday will be moving ahead yeah. i mean they're going to be What's what's next? Let's start. It's like asking me what are the Powerball numbers going to be this weekend. I don't know. What are the numbers going to be? Somewhere between twenty and twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. You know, and this that's what it's going to be. I mean, but yeah, it will, it will be interesting. And there's one thing I'm not worried about: how the staff manages the roster. They'll, they'll they'll get the numbers and manage it. I haven't even put the distribution numbers yet together, but I'll be curious to kind of put all the hard numbers together at where they're at. Um, but there's going to have to be five or six guys that probably move on from this roster from now until June, July, August. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's just going to kind of become the norm with college football now. I mean, with the way the popularity of, of the transfer portal and, 
and guys wanting to explore other options or, or whatever. I think that's that's going to kind of become something that that we come to expect at the end of every you know spring semester or whatever. I think there's there's always going to be a handful of guys that that choose to move on. And um, but yeah, I, I think that again, if, if we've learned anything about this coaching staff, is that they uh, they're very organized and and they've got a plan. Um, you know, in terms of how to maximize their numbers when it comes to recruiting and managing the roster. Well, Nate, um, it's been a fun fun year of recruiting, and I know we're still not done. There's gonna be another signing day, yep. but shouldn't be that busy. But I think I speak for everyone. Um, thank you to you and Brian Munson and Mike Mattia and Greg Peterson, um, the entire recruiting team. There's nobody out there better than you guys and, and what you guys bring. Um, I think our fan base, the fan base at Nebraska, they're spoiled. I mean, we we are one of the only outlets I see out there that goes and travels the country to follow teams' recruits at the level of commitment that we do here. So thank you, I think, from everybody I know on the site for the, the job you guys did this year. Yeah, well, you're more than welcome and looking forward to doing more in 2021. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this week's show. Uh, plenty to talk about here, though, as we move forward here uh, with this recruiting class. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.